Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. Thursday, the best day of the fucking week. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I'm here with my producer, Alex. I'm in the studio with a pumpkin spice almond milk latte. I thought I got a lot of hate. Pumpkin spice lattes. Talk about a fucking hate campaign. (laughs) I just felt self-conscious admitting that. It is a beverage. You guys really ran out of shit to hate on, huh? Like, it snowed today. Y'all have fun with your fucking black coffee or your espressos or whatever. I'm going to be over here having fun. It's freezing outside. I had no other choice. Ooh, I could have gone with like a peppermint, like a, ooh, I could have gone with a white mocha peppermint type thing. But what's important is it is the 50th fucking episode. And you know why that's a big one? It's been one year. Since I launched this show, I will have more on that later and a fucking recap, but holy fucking shit. I'm back home. 
I was just in Tulum. I was in New York first, uh, was planning to just go to New York for like a day or two. And that shit, that trip turned into a fucking world tour, calling Mr. Worldwide Pitbull. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Hi, Alec. Hi, Sophia. How are you? I'm doing good. I was just going to say, you know what? I actually really missed you. You did? Yeah. It like just reinforced like how codependent I am on you. Oh my God. I didn't even think about you for like a second. Okay. Yeah. Because you were <laughs> fucking on the beach. No, I in did. In New York. Walking no. the town. No. While I was just sitting here. This is a really funny thing about what the fuck Alex is saying is she was invited to go to Mexico. You were invited to go to Tulum. And why didn't you go, Alex? Um, Because you guys texted the night before you were about <sighs> to get on a fucking flight and expected me to have my passport at the ready. Who doesn't know where their passport is at all times? Well, apparently me. Well, this is very fucking obvious. Because Alex also tried to use her sister's passport. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, I'm already on Thin ice global entry has let me know they don't really like me traveling internationally. I feel like that's jail time shit is to use someone else's passport. I don't care if you look like twins. Let's discuss my trip, shall we? I mean, let's start there. I have more listeners in Tulum than I do in Utah. I was shocked. I met so many of you guys there. Who fucking knew? Wow. I'm going to go ahead and say I had a little too much fun. You know, it's a really weird position to be in being a total degenerate human and running a team of people because you know how people say, Alex, like don't mix business and pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very widely known saying. Yes. Uh, that's just not the case here. Nope, not here. Mm -mm. I party with my team. I travel with them. I cry to them. I do drugs with them. And apparently, I also let them babysit me because Delaney, God bless her soul, she is the most sane out of every single person on the team. That is true. On our last day in Mexico, we went to this day club. We wanted to go hard. Excuse me, I wanted to go hard. (laughs) And I looped her in with me because I like to project on people, you know, what I want to do. I had too much to drink and I unintentionally blacked out. I love how I say unintentionally as if anyone's ever tried to do that on purpose. That's true. Anyways, Delaney had to literally restrain me to the day bed. She had to tie me down to the day bed I was just, first of all, I'm laying there like my vagina is hanging out, basically. Oh, great. I just have no sense of my body at that point, you know? She kept throwing a towel over me. It was just fucking wild. But the reason she had to restrain me is I kept fleeing to the ocean every single time she would look away from me. (laughs) Every time she turned around, I would book it as fast as I could because I knew she didn't want me to go in there and just run into the ocean. Being in a body of water that large when you're that intoxicated, very dangerous. Good thing Delaney was there. Jesus Christ. Thank God. Damn. They need to have like floaties like on deck at these fucking day beach club. We should just get you a life jacket. I know, but you know I would take that shit off because I'd be like, I don't look sexy in the life jacket. Like, (laughs) let me out of it. So anyways, guys, it's time to regroup. I'm home. I'm in my roots. 
in my roots. That is not how you say that, but you know what? No one said I was smart here. Uh, Mercury is absolutely in yellow Gatorade, as they call it, and it fucking shows, is all I want to say. I decided, because people are always asking me for the update, literally every business call I have, when you go, when you come back to New York, Sophia, like when you come back, I'm going to go back after the holidays. My boyfriend has almost all of his work based in LA, so I'll probably end up flying back and forth. But you know what I won't fucking do? is call myself by coastal. You will never hear me be like, um, so I just like, yeah, I'm just that by coastal living. They're basically just trying to tell you like, I'm rich. Yeah. That that's it. That's all by coastal translates to. I'm sorry. You mean you have a house in California and also a house on the East coast is what you mean to say. Yeah. And a lot of Frequent flyer miles. Exactly. You fly a lot. Okay. We get it. You're not fucking bi coastal. All right. So that's my update, guys. And now I would like to move on. Had to tie me down to the day bed. I don't look sexy in the life jacket. Like, let me out of it. Slew University. Welcome, 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 welcome. That, that was so off tune. I'm sorry. Everyone has seen She's a Man, Amanda Bynes movie. Everyone. Banger. Thank you. Fall break is over, Sleuths. I hope you all went on a fucking hiatus like I did and, you know, showed your vagina to everyone on the beach. Um, But it's time to get back to work. So get your ears and your mouths ready because today we're talking about going down south. And I'm not talking about Mexico. Mm -mm. I'm talking about Vagina Town. It's a really fun town. You guys should absolutely go visit, whether you're a guy, whether you're a girl. It's, It's fun there. Eating pussy or getting your pussy ate. Carpet munching, someone munching your carpet. We're talking about both. All right. But we're going to start with how to eat it because that I mean, that's really like the important thing, because with men, usually they just want the sloppy Joe porn star performance. And I think that every single woman likes it a little bit different. Oh, for sure. You could get through life sucking dick the same way with every single guy. 100%. And be fine. Yeah. You know, women, you can't. No. It's it's way trickier. Uh -uh. Penises really, they all basically look the same. Yes. They're, I mean, what? Some are bigger. Some are like a different color. The vagina, I mean, you've got different flaps. You've got long ones, short ones. You've got a hole that's close to the clit. you got a clit that like hangs out outside the bar. you got a clit that's like a bartender and stays inside. Like they're just <laughs> completely fucking different. Okay. I want to cover the basics and what I think is the most important. And I think that I am the best person to talk about this because I'm a sex expert. Through being a slew and just through absolutely nothing else. But like, I just, I don't know. I think I have enough cred to speak on this topic. So your boyfriend's really good at eating you out is what you're trying to say. That and also I've done it. Okay. How about that? Okay. Put that in your pipe and fucking smoke it. So let's get into it. 
the first thing, I'm not going to sit here and lecture you guys on foreplay. All right. I'm, I'm done doing that. As your professor, you guys should have fucking passed that class when you were a freshman. All right. You don't spread her legs head down there and go for the clit like you're just biting into like a six inch tuna sub at Subway. <laughs> the clit is already so sensitive that it's alarming for women when you do that shit. You better be touching me over my panties and giving me a heavy makeout session before you even think to attempt, okay, to give me oral. Second thing, Literally, before you do anything else, you need to locate the clitoris target acquired. Mm -hmm. Do people know, like, where to even search? Like, does this search party, like, know what they're looking for? Like, okay, guys, if you don't, if you've never seen one, if you've never tried to look for one, if you've been living in the dark and you just, like, lick around and just, like, hope she comes, thank God you're fucking listening to me right now. The clit? is, well, it's above your china hole. Mm -hmm. Above your pee hole. A lot of guys think that the clit is the pee hole. No, (laughs) it's not. Two different things. Mm -hmm. It's near the hood of her vagina. It could be under the hood of her vagina. Mm -hmm. Talk about sex terminology. There you go, right there. There's a hood that lays at the top of the vagina. I hope you know where, like, the vagina starts. I shouldn't have to explain that. And um, sometimes you won't see the clit right away. So you can like pull up on the hood and it will expose it. Pro tip, slowly part her lips if she has longer ones with your fingers so you can like scope out the situation. Yes. Maybe you can find it that way. Next thing, what the fuck are we doing with the tongue exactly? Are we going vertical? Are we going horizontal, side to side, up and down? Great fucking question. You're going to do all of the above until you can tell what she's into. What I've noticed is it comes off almost too robotic and like inexperienced if someone goes down there and they just start licking up and down for 20 minutes straight. Yes. I think to myself, okay, we got a first timer (laughs) on our hands. I suggest that you start by going around her clit and not directly on it, maybe do some figure eight shit. Yes, or like do the washing machine. Mm. Say your ABCs Mm -hmm. to the clit with your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Whirl around that thing. Also, use the tip of your tongue, but you can also use your entire tongue and lick it upwards like you would an ice cream cone. Quick tip, if your tongue starts to get tired... There's some things you can do. A, start eating out more girls than fucking exercise. But there are some things. You can use your neck or even you can lightly bite down on your tongue and hold it steady and let the other muscles do the work for a while if you need to. Oh, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Or don't use your tongue for a second. Just suck on it for a while. Suck on it. Thank you. That's another thing you can do, which women love and also gives you a fucking break. Cool. Now, this is the big thing. It's time to stick a finger in there, which when I was just a young lad in high school and probably fucking college, I don't think a guy ever tried to finger me at the same time. 
It was just like tongue on clit. There was no fingering involved. And then I got older and then I started fucking, you know, guys 20 years older than me that knew what they were doing. And then- oh, 20 years. <laughs> All right. I started fucking around with more experienced men and they did that. And let me just say game changer. But also when she's like getting close, do not change your pace or rhythm or anything because it totally kills it. Mm-hmm. Like if she says that she's close, do not change anything. Like a lot of guys start to go faster or change how they're doing it when a woman is about to orgasm. And that is literally the worst fucking thing you can do. Yes. Engage cruise control. (laughs) That's what you need to do at this point. The next thing, pay attention to her cues. How about that? Mm -hmm. You should be able to tell by listening. I know this is for men and women, but men, I know this is a hard concept in general for (laughs) y'all, but if you listen for when she moans heavier or louder, you can guess you're doing something right. Last thing I want to say, there are just a few quick things that I want to mention, and these are just my personal preferences. Some women might disagree with me, but I'm going to voice my fucking opinion on my fucking show. I don't want you looking at me. I don't want you looking up at me ever for any fucking reason, okay? I don't want us to make eye contact. Guantanamo Bay, you're walking in with your head down (laughs) and you're not allowed to look around at all. Next thing, I don't need you reaching up and feeling me up and like playing with my tits and grabbing my waist. I mean, a little bit here and there is cool, but that is not of importance to me. There's a lot of multitasking going on already, I think. And it takes away from my concentration and probably yours. Yes. I also don't like when a guy tongue punches me in the vagina (laughs) hole. I really don't. I don't know. That sensation, maybe maybe my vagina hole is just like a gaping hole so like it doesn't feel good, but it's just not for me. Next thing, (laughs) find a balance between eating her out like you know, you're in the movie, A Christmas Story, being dared to touch your tongue to the flagpole outside school. (laughs) Have you seen that movie? Yes. Okay. Find the balance between doing that shit and just being so sloppy that the only sensation I'm getting is you salivating and just slurping. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Now that we talked about how to give, let's talk about how to receive. We always think of oral as something that one person is doing to the other person. And I think that this is completely the wrong mindset. And I think there's an art form to getting eaten out and what you can do on your end to make it sexy and to actually enjoy it. First piece of advice, please. Sorry, Alex just likes to squiggle around in her chair like she's never been on the mic before. Alex, we can hear your chair squeaking. Sorry. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. First piece of advice, please do not lay there crying, wondering what he's thinking about your vagina, what it looks like, smells like, tastes like. If you have gotten to the point where their head is in between your legs and they are face-to-face with your vagina, what the fuck is the point of laying there worrying about it? 
either grab his head and say you don't want that and take action or let go and let God and actually get some fun and hopefully an O out of it. Like it's too late in the game to be shy or embarrassed and have a miserable time. Mm-hmm. I actually want to try something. Okay. Alex, I want you to do this. Okay. And I want everyone to close their eyes and picture a guy that you want to hook up with. Okay. Now picture how many vaginas this man has come in contact with. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and guess he's seen multiple vaginas. And if you're hooking up with the same guys I have, he's seen thousands. Okay. (laughs) Your vagina is not standing out. Sorry to break it to you. I don't care if you have the cutest vagina in the world. A vagina is a vagina. Mm -hmm. He's seen it all, all shapes and sizes, labias, tucked in hot dog buns, labias to the floor, vaginas, some that smell like an aquarium. (laughs) (laughs) What? You guys know what I'm saying. Some that are spicy. He's there to fuck you. And if he's going down on you, he's there to give you an orgasm. Let him. I think the other non-negotiable is to let him know what you like. And I don't mean by stopping him and saying, Brad, 70 degrees to the right, please. Like, I don't, I mean, unless you want to do that, like good on you, but make sure that your sounds and moans and energy are matching when it feels good and when it doesn't. Yes. Because when girls are laying there, And they're just like, oh oh my God, yes, the entire time. It's like, he's not going to know what's feeling good and what's not. Yeah. Give him the silent treatment when it's not feeling good. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you don't need to fake it here. Mm -mm. That's basically the only interaction I'm giving them. Mm -hmm. I hear this a lot. Thrusting your hips in the air and like humping and like kind of like grinding on his face. I totally disagree with that. There is already so much going on. I don't need to add that in the mix. No. Like, okay, like fucking latch onto my vagina with your mouth and like, hang on, buddy. I'm also not the type to grab the back of their head or run my fingers through their hair. You're not? Mm-mm. Really? No. My favorite thing to do is like grab the top of their head and like grab their hair and kind of like control them. Oh, and kind of pull on their hair. Like a little puppet master. Okay, that's hot. I'll give you that. That's hot. I guess I'm just like dealing with experts who like know what they're doing. Okay. So I don't need to guide okay. them. Guys, let me know if you like your hair pulled. <laughs> Alex, I agree with you. I think that is very hot. I usually don't do it. I don't rub up on myself either. Have you ever pulled on your vagina and pulled it up? Pulled it up? (laughs) You pull that vagina up like a pair of jeans? What do you mean pull it up? What do you mean pull it up? (laughs) Pull it up like leggings that like you can barely fucking fit into. No, I will place my hand on my pelvic bone area and pull my skin up to really let my clit out and about on the town. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. Or sometimes I'll use my hand to pull up my inner thigh. I feel like people are like, what are you pulling? Like, what lever are you pulling on? You guys know what I'm saying. You just kind of like pull up your skin so your vagina is just 
widening so he can get in at every different angle is what I'm saying. I just do whatever feels good in the moment, honestly. Sometimes I'll reach back and grab the headboard, maybe give him a little squeeze on his arm for a little encouragement, (laughs) pat on the back, grip the sheets, get on my phone. I'm just saying do what feels right. Yeah, you can lay there and try to do things that would look hot from his angle, but chances are he's probably pretty fucking busy. Mm -hmm. So that is my guide on how to perform cunnilingus like a pro and receive cunnilingus like a pro. And class dismissed, make sure you uh, tuck in your fucking chairs. And your labia. Just kidding. I'm talking to Alex (laughs) in a wizard sleeve and myself. Oh, thank you. I have two wizard sleeves. I'm your professor, not your maid. Tuck your chairs in. Moving on. Please, for the love of God. The one year anniversary of this podcast. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. 
Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider-looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. I have always wanted to tell this story. Never felt like the timing was right, but episode 50 seems fitting. And I especially want to tell this story because it feels like a good way to end this chapter of my life is by talking about the beginning. So here we go. Let me just let y'all in on how this shit show of a podcast came to be and how Sophia with an F was created and how I'm still here 50 episodes later. And it's pretty fucking hilarious, to be honest. I mean, horrifying, but funny. All right. I mean, where do we begin? We begin with the first episode. You know why? Because I can't really remember anything leading up to it. Here's the thing with trauma. Your brain switches off. Disassociation, maybe you fucking heard of her. So it's really bizarre and it's really hard when people ask me questions from that time period because I genuinely can't remember My body like blacked out basically. Mm -hmm. But this, what I'm about to talk about was around the time that I was somewhat coherent. I was browned out (laughs) for all all my drinkers out there. And I remember I was sitting in the basement of my mom's house and I knew I needed to get back on my feet. I knew I needed to have a comeback. I already had the name of my show at this point. I had all the legal shit sorted out, which let me tell you, there was a shit ton. I established my company, Sloop Media, and now was the time to make the first episode. I attempted to do this by myself. Uh, I tried relentlessly for weeks. 
And I just couldn't do it. Like, I didn't know how to speak anymore. So I decided to call in some reinforcements, you could say. Oh my God, this is starting to sound like a bad cop movie. (laughs) In comes Ghost Rider. Who better to call than someone who had been best friends and then stabbed in the back by the exact same person a few months before? Ghost Rider, formerly known as Milf Hunter and his then-girlfriend, Kiana. We get on a phone call super fucking late at night, ended up saying, you know what? Fuck it. We need to be in person to get this shit done. Sophia, you're a fucking mess. So I fly them out to the middle of fucking nowhere, Utah, the very next morning. And I need everybody to realize these are two complete strangers to me as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I had interacted with Ghost Rider before, but it wasn't like I spoke to him one-on-one or knew anything about him aside from what was told to me. I mean, low-key, I like wasn't allowed to talk to him, to be honest. Really? Yes, dude. So here I am, terrified of the world, haven't left my house, about to embark on something very, very fucking personal with two randoms because I didn't have any other choice. So we started in Park City, Utah in a cabin. No joke. I rented a cabin (laughs) in the middle of the woods, okay, where we locked ourselves in for days brainstorming, laughing, crying, mainly me crying, a lot of fucking therapy. I can't even begin to put into words what we went through to get that first episode out. They ended up living with me for a month. Oh my God. We lived in four Airbnbs, Alex. Holy shit. First Airbnb, the cabin I just mentioned. Second was an apartment on BYU's campus. God. Go Cougs in fucking Provo, Utah. The most LDS place in Utah, basically. And then, oh my God, the third one. I have chills just thinking about it. It was a fucking haunted house. 100% no doubt. It was absolutely possessed by something. Just complete courage, the cowardly dog vibes. There was like a (laughs) nine-year-old woman that like lived next door. It was just, there was something wrong with the place. But, oh my God. Actually, we need to back up one second. There was a point in the BYU Airbnb that we wanted alcohol so fucking bad, but it was past 10 p.m. Utah liquor laws, they're amazing, that we tried downloading Tinder and flirting with nearby college dudes, hoping that they would have some. (laughs) You really thought that guys in BYU would have alcohol for you. Alex, you would be fucking surprised. Those Mormons, like, they can be sneaky. That's true. And soaky. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Haha, soaking. Also, I think uh, Kian and I, at least, were secretly hoping that they would invite us to a college party. Because that's just the type of people we are. And I know how old I am, and we don't need to bring it up. (laughs) Then, finally, I was like, you know what? This is getting ridiculous. I can't keep living like a fucking nomad, not knowing where I'm going to be living tomorrow. So I had them come to my mother's house and live in my basement. Okay, but why four Airbnbs? Like, why didn't you guys just Mm. go to your mom's? Mm -hmm. That's a really good question. I'll tell you why. 
Because every single week, we thought we had the episode in the bag and we never did. We didn't. I need you to picture it. And everyone, I was already under the craziest pressure imaginable having to relocate every four days and having a team of people calling me every single day. Where is the episode? Where is the episode? Where is the episode? You're going to get in trouble. Like you're way past the deadline. I thought I was going to lose my mind. We recorded 50 versions of the first episode. I kicked, I screamed, I begged them to not make me record. And I'm talking about uh, Kiana and Ghost Rider because it made me physically ill to get back in front of the mic. Thank God for them. They fucking, they had to physically drag me to the mic. <laughs> Literally, Kiana one time, I remember grabbed me by my ankles and dragged me across the kitchen floor and oh like sat God. me down in front of the mic. And if you're all thinking like, Sophia, why couldn't you record? Like, isn't that your job? You guys need to understand I couldn't just hop on the mic and say whatever I wanted. I had people from all sides telling me what I could and couldn't say. I would think the episode was finalized. I'd be like, let's go publish it. And then I would have people that I'm contractually obliged to telling me, tone it down, tone it down, tone it down, take this out. I mean, I would have screaming matches with my attorney on a daily basis. I don't know if my attorney could get me out of that one after the shit I was planning on airing out, but there were so many opinions, so many voices I could barely think. People were scared. Like people that were really close to me were scared to see me fight back and watch me go through it again. Mm -hmm. And I'm just over here in a basement on my laptop about to go up against the most fucking ruthless media machine in the world that is ran by an evil sociopath. And I'm having to fight everyone for my right to defend myself Mm -hmm. on top of it all, you know? But guess what? We fucking did it. We fucking did it. We got the episode out and that fucking episode went number one in the world. I had an article written about me in Forbes and Swaff had fucking risen I can't even begin to explain like how fucking amazing that shit felt. And we just keep growing. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I look back to just a year ago and I want to give that girl a hug. I, I know I'm like getting emotional. I remember I was so mentally and physically depleted that I actually fainted in front of my mom two days before the episode came out. True fucking story. I was so hard on myself. I could literally hear the nerves in my earlier episodes. I can finally say how proud I am of myself and just how far I truly have come. And I'm so fucking ready to just close that chapter of my life. It was hard, but we all go through shit. It's just about how you bounce back. I internalized the drama and made it my identity, which was empowering at the time. And I thought it was very strategic and I'm really happy I did it, but it's not who I am anymore. I'm not basic, greedy, lazy, or submissive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a little bit greedy. Let's, <laughs> let's be actually real about that. But that's besides the point. 
I just want to say this one thing to anybody listening. Take inventory of shit people have said about you and have done to you. Because over time, that shit adds up and you start believing things about yourself that are not true. You have to separate their voice from yours because it's really completely, totally, and ultimately up to you what stories you want to believe about yourself. No one gets to write your fucking story for you. No one. I'm going to sound so cheesy, but I don't give a fuck because that's who I am now. I give zero fucks. To every single person who has ever listened to an episode, subscribe to the show, left me words of encouragement. You guys are my lifeline and you mean the world to me. And shout out to my Sloop Media team, Alex, who helps me keep this thing going every week. I mean, Alex, everyone knows you. We've got Delaney, teaches me a fucking new Instagram feature every week. And Kiana, who has seen this shit grow from literally day one. I will always give credit where credit's due. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Woo! All right. Enough of the sappy shit. Fuck all the bullshit from the past. I'm so happy to be here. You guys are my children and I'm nothing without you. I mean that wholeheartedly. And with that, let's get into SOS. Save our motherfucking sleuths. Stories, questions, advice. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Question number one. There is this guy on Instagram who uses a fake account to essentially send me money for me to embarrass him. It's so wild. Like he dresses up and sends me pics in princess dresses and he gets excited about the idea of girls shaming him. He wants to pay my sorority dues. Should I do it? Alex, sorority dues? That's when you have to pay to be in a sorority? Yes. I wouldn't know because I never was in one and I regret it to this fucking you day. You do? I don't know why anyone would have to pay to be in a cult, <laughs> but that's just me. But I love this because I used to get Venmoed $5 every time I humiliated this guy. Like what literally, would say? he would be like, tell me that no one will ever love me. Like, call me a loser. Alex, you're bragging? $5? Like, did you try to like get him to say like, give you You 20 he would like every like i would say you're a loser five dollars you're ugly five dollars oh so every sentence you're yeah every sentence yeah oh my god i mean girl you're wondering should i do it are you out of your mind like have this guy (laughs) fund your entire fucking life yes I just think she needs to be smart about it and he needs to be sending the money directly because how is this guy sending you money, Alex? Venmo. On Venmo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't give him access to your personal information or logins to accounts because, I mean, that's scary, first of all. But also, he shouldn't be in control of, you know, your shit and like how your, what your money is going to. Like, you should have the freedom to invest the money how you want. So make sure he pays you directly. Especially because you're giving him no freedom. Because you own that little bitch. Yes. Enjoy, Slew. Okay, next. Dear Sophia, beautiful and wise. Oh, they're lying. (laughs) I love how I keep that shit in. I know. Like, I could take it out, but no. I am a guy who needs your advice on how to sound sexier when I come. The other day after having sex, my girl commented that I sounded like a dying animal when I was coming. She said it playfully, but it really made me self-conscious. Are there certain sounds a guy makes during sex that are a turn on rather than a turn off? Anything a guy ever said or grunted when coming that you found sexy? Thanks for any advice. Double thanks if you do impressions of guys coming. Ooh, I we will absolutely be doing absolutely. that. Absolutely. But let's give this man advice first. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know why she would say that. That's so fucking rude to say he sounded like a dying animal. That is rude. Because honestly, like, I'm happy if I can hear anything that comes out of a guy's mouth during no. sex. Like, so it is the true. worst fucking thing when they're just completely silent. It is. Like, I would like to know what I'm doing is enough. Yes. For you to be vocal. Yes. I actually was thinking the same thing because I have noticed dudes that are like holding back when they come. Yeah. Like they're like purposefully like trying to not make that loud of a sound. Yeah. And I just look at them like you are one insecure little bitch boy. Really? Yeah. Really? Why is it like that? I don't fucking know. It's fucking stupid. 
I probably sound like a dying animal. Oh, oh my God. Sure. Like fucking roadkill just exactly. got ran over. Yes. So <laughs> honestly, I think your girlfriend was kidding. But if she wasn't, I think she hasn't had enough sex to know that there's no hot way for it to fucking sound. It's mm-hmm. like an orgasm. Exactly. What's this guy's alternative? I mean, dude, you're going to sit there and perfect your nutting squeal and like practice in the mirror? No. <laughs> no. No. Fuck that shit. No. When you're coming, you should. that's the last thing you should be worried about. Yeah. I mean, maybe he could try sounding like an animal that's alive still. Not a dying animal. (laughs) Please, for the love of God, send me a voice note. If you're listening right now, which you are, please send me a voice note. I will die. Not to make fun of you. I just, I want to hear it. Mm -hmm. I do think that there is one word that is really hot to me that a guy can say when he's coming. Fuck. If a guy is just like, fuck, and then he like, that's hot to me. I'm into that. Impressions. I'm gonna, I don't give a fuck. I like give zero fucks. I one time had a boyfriend who made the craziest sound. That's not me talking shit. I fucking dated him for three years. That did not deter me. Some of the best sex of my life, by the way. So that's how you know. This guy didn't give a shit about how he sounded, but it was like, no, it wasn't that. (laughs) No, what was it? I'm trying to remember. It was like, fuck. Like a dolphin. Like, Yeah, kind of like a dolphin. I've had a guy, kind of his voice would get high pitched, like, oh. (laughs) No way. Alex, you do one. What's yours? I feel like guys always are just like, (laughs) (laughs) like they just grunt. Like, I I literally think it's that. They're like cavemen. (laughs) Okay. There are impressions. Bye. I think we took care of that answer. Okay, next. Alex, will you please read this? Yes. Hi, Sophia. Can you please give advice on how to gently reject a man? I feel like I go on so many dates where the man didn't do anything wrong, but I just wasn't feeling it slash wasn't attracted. And it's really tough to reject good guys. I prefer to be straightforward, but sometimes it hurts their feelings. And I hate the idea of ghosting someone when the date went well because they're going to be wondering what went wrong. So what's the best way to let a guy know you're not interested when your only reason is lack of physical attraction slash chemistry? I have no issue with ghosting. And people get upset when I say that. I think it's the best way to do it. I would much rather have a dude ghost than say, Hey, bitch, I wasn't physically attracted to you. Well, yeah. I mean, listening to this question, it makes me think because like, I actually get really hurt when guys ghost me. I mean, I do too. But how would you feel if they were like, bitch, I don't want to fuck you. I mean, I feel like they don't do it that way. They do it in the way like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Okay. So that gives you kind of closure so you can move on. Yeah. I get that. For the most part. I mean, I'd rather like, no, like if I'm talking to the same guy for three months and we're fucking every single weekend and then all of a sudden I just don't get a text back, mm-hmm. I would rather him be like, oh, I'm not like looking for a relationship right now. This girl can ghost this guy. Yeah. Is it wrong for me to think that maybe guys shouldn't do it, but it's okay for women to do it? No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Like I ghost every single person. I've never given anyone, which sucks because like, like I said, it really hurts me, but I have no issue doing it right back. I just don't imagine men have feelings. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> 
heard it here first, people. Whoa, that just explained a lot in my life. Yeah, I just, that's kind of just how I walk around. I just, I don't think they, I really don't think guys take things to heart the same way women do. I really believe that. So girl, I mean, I think it's totally fine to ghost him. If you really feel the need to be straightforward, exactly what Alex said. What did you say? Not looking for a relationship. Mm -hmm. Boom, done, like easy peasy. And don't feel guilty and be sitting around feeling bad for him. He is balls deep in another girl. I Exactly. Like for real. Okay, next. Hey, sleuths. So I'm just curious if there's anyone else out there who's as big a slew as me or do I take the cake? I travel like a lot. And my favorite travel pastime is what me and a guy friend call collecting flags. Basically, I'm trying to sample all the different flavors of men. I've collected 17 flags so far. Whenever I tell my girlfriends about our little game, they usually just look at me with big eyes like, what? Does anyone else collect flags or do I need therapy? Collecting flags. Amazing. I'm just a little tiny bit confused. Do the flags represent nationality and ethnicity or just the location of where you did the nasty? That's a good question. I mean, regardless, I love the concept and your friends sound prude as fuck. I don't have one friend like that. No. I have zero friends. I could tell my friend, like, I got gang banged and, <laughs> like, I didn't use a condom and I got chlamydia of the mouth and my vagina. And, like, it was so fucking crazy. And I don't think I would have one friend bat an eyelash. they just yeah. be like, oh, cool. Yeah. And, like, this girl's traveling on top of that, too. Like, I'm assuming when she says 17 different flags that she went to, like, 17 different countries. Because she's saying flags. True. I mean, I love it. Like, I just hope these guys are the ones flying you out and you're not the ones flying yourself out. Mm-hmm. Mrs. International calling Mr. Worldwide. Exactly. There is something about fucking when you're not in your home state. I will give her that because I have never traveled with Alex without her ditching me for dick. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. This is true. I, I wonder got- how many flags you have. Probably not as much as this girl. <laughs> It's not my fault I got hoes in different area codes. (laughs) And you don't have your fucking passport, so they're not flags. All right, guys. That is it for this week. I can't wait to talk to you next week. As always, subscribe, rate, and review the show. I still have haters. Believe it or not, it's fucking insane. I love you guys so much. Alex, where can they follow you? Follow me at AlexFranco underscore meow. And you can follow me, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. Go check out my bio. Times are changing. Bye.